<laughs> that was a good laugh. It's better than my little wheeze. Okay. It's not little girly. <laughs> Okay. Why am I getting so many spam calls? That's my number one question. Who signed me up for spam? Sorry. Take me off. I really don't know because I'll go through waves of getting spam calls. Yeah, I've been on a big wave. Call me Hawaii. Wait, did they just have a... <laughs> Never take that out. Take that out. Okay, well, keep it in. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's just, it's been too much. It's been too much. I agree. What whose job is that not mine okay Phineas and Ferb why folks are going through our agenda and I put Phineas and Ferb on the agenda um, sorry folks I am I'm feeling um my adrenaline is high it's spiked <laughs> this is going to be a fast and furious episode yeah okay um you said a fast and furious so I didn't know if there was a modifier or nothing we just don't know Okay. Phineas and Ferb, I'm watching through the entire series right now. Um, and what I like to do is uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings when I don't have a place to go, I'll have my little Saturday morning cartoons, which is Phineas and Ferb. And I'll make my coffee and I'll sit on my couch and watch Phineas and Ferb. And let me tell you, that show is so good. Does it stand the test of time? It's st it withstands the test of time. It crosses it crosses the generational divide. I think it could heal heal our nation. Okay, then I think we need to play that instead of the Super Bowl this coming February. I think Phineas and Ferb need to be the musical guests at halftime. Speaking of, did you know that it's Usher? I did. <laughs> We're back, baby. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'm ranking Phineas and Ferb episodes and songs. And so I already did that for season one, and I'm into season two now and compiling my season two rankings. So... Has Squirrels in My Pants happened yet? Squirrels in My Pants has happened, and that did hit number one as my favorite song. Because here's the thing. Not only does that withstand the test of time, <laughs> but also when that episode premiered, and I did watch it in middle school or whenever it premiered, yeah. I did buy that song on iTunes. And I listened to it on my iPod, like between Jason Derulo and Rihanna. I, I can't really judge you because I was a big Fred fan, including no, like Fred. Oh, no, no. Yeah including like fred christmas i had a fred pen so fred the movie has a zero percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> yeah that's and that's what i was giving um so yeah um what does i uh, sorry to keep the focus on you for a bit um wikipedia needs our help why have you have you seen the messages that wikipedia sends you no I don't, I don't receive anything from Wikipedia, <laughs> okay, nor do so I want to. I get enough spam calls. I, 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 this no, is not, not a crack If you go to the Wikipedia website, do you get those big yellow bars that say, Wikipedia needs your help? It's, it's free and we want to keep it that way or something like that. And they ask you to donate I money. I don't use Wikipedia. I don't use Wikipedia. I know all I need to know. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I don't even know the last time I've been on Wikipedia. What is it going to teach me? Literally everything in the world. 
Name one thing that I don't know. Okay, tell me about the Great Molasses Flood. Yes, thank you for asking. It happened to a town and it's real. And people got trapped in the city because it it really is real. There, you, There's an episode on it of another murder podcast. Please look, go listen. Don't read it on Wikipedia. I'm they not. don't need my help. Well, here's the deal. You, I guess you're you're the wrong person to talk to about this, but literally Sorry. everybody else listening has been on Wikipedia and has seen the big yellow bar that says, give us your money because we don't have it. And here's what I have to say. About two years ago, I heeded their advice and I sent a donation to Wikipedia. And I just am wondering who else did that. Should I not have? Where did that money go? I doubt anyone did. I did. I know. I'm doubting anyone else did, is what I should have said. That's why they still are asking for money. But here's the thing. Wikipedia is such a great resource. I feel like everybody should give them money. But also, what did my money go to? Probably That's what some, I want to know. Probably some rich billionaire who doesn't need it, and they were just seeing who was vulnerable enough to send money. I was. Well, I'm sorry that you did that. Um, I also want to plug a great Twitter and probably Instagram account called Depths of Wikipedia. And this account gets submissions from like the weirdest and best things on Wikipedia and and does screenshots of them. They have 1.2 million followers on um, Instagram. And that's actually where we're going to get our inspiration for this episode. Like here's an, a recent post of a Wikipedia article that says people who have been described as extremely online include Chrissy Teigen, John Ossoff, and Andrew Yang. In contrast, Joe Biden has been cited as the antithesis of extremely online. New York Times wrote in 2019 that he had zero meme energy. That's a real Wikipedia article. Did you hear me? That's where we're going to get our inspiration for today's... From Depths of Wikipedia? Uh, yeah. I'm Amazing. just going to scroll down the Instagram and whatever I click on, that's going to be our inspiration. I love, but anyways, everyone go follow depths of Wikipedia. If my money went towards this account, I'd be fine with that. I hope it did. Juliana, tell me what you mean by what instead of war, what if instead of war, we all went to lunch? That's exactly what I mean. What if instead of war, we all went to lunch? I was sitting down with my boss and coworkers and I, we were having a great time. We were out to lunch. So why can't we get Russia, North Korea, South Korea, Vietnam, and America in a room? Oh, and the Soviet Union. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. They're going to reunionize. So once they're all together again... We're going to gather all those people and we're just going to take them out to lunch. I'll, my Wait. treat. <laughs> Where? Where are you taking them to lunch? Better not be fucking Zoe's Kitchen. Um, I, I want it to be a sit-down restaurant. Applebee's. Outback Steakhouse. Because that That's way there's a lunch. little Australian... A lunch. They're going to be napping all the way to dinner. Yeah, we're trying, we're trying to get them docile. Okay, I see. Okay. I see. That's an expensive Speaking of Australia, Robert Irwin, Steve Irwin's son. Yeah. Hot. Don't Wonder look how old he is. Don't don't use Wikipedia for that. Anyways, Baylor Homecoming. Go on. 
You are homecoming queen. Mm-hmm. For Baylor Theater. Yes. I just wanted to make sure our listeners knew that. And I knew that you would be too timid to bring it up. So I want everyone to know that Juliana was on Baylor, a great university's homecoming court. Um, she didn't win. But that's besides the matter. I was talking I was talking with people recently about college homecomings. And I just like couldn't really remember how they how ours worked mm-hmm. besides that you were it. I wanted you to talk a little bit about the process about it because I feel like that's interesting. Yes, thank you for bringing it up. And so Baylor is especially interesting because we are home to the oldest and largest homecoming parade in the United States of America. No, I didn't know um, that. Yes. So when in the we whole got US to be, of A? Yes. So when we got to be part of the ceremony and like part of everything, like because Andrew was one of my escorts, um, we were like a part of like history, like very big history. Um, so yes, so the way that happened was I was nominated by the theater department's like leadership group. Um, and so they nominated me and then I got to be a nominee because our department got one nominee. Did we and not vote? No. And then we never voted. I don't know why. <laughs> it was always done by the Druids. Then Baylor does not do any. So most schools have to vote for their homecoming queen. Baylor doesn't do any formal student voting. Like you can't be voted on as a student. You sit in front of a panel of judges and you interview with them and you have to have your headshot taken and a group photo taken and you have to have like a formal dress to interview in. It's kind of like a beauty pageant almost, not like normal homecoming rules. So you're not voted on by the student population. You're voted on by like four judges. Um, and they ask you so, like Were a series of questions. Uh, there were three men, one woman. Yeah, one woman. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was really annoying. Anyway, and then that's, yeah, and then there's a big ceremony, and um, it's the day before homecoming night. So, like, the bonfire happens. They whisk you away to this big ceremony where Andrew was my, like, date along with my ex and my mom. And um, it's, like, a really nice catered dinner. Do you remember that? Wait, why, why did I go to that? Because I got three guests and my dad couldn't come right and then the next day if you win you get to ride in a carriage and then like if you really win you get to ride in like a big old thing and like you know hold a sword or something um but even if you don't win (laughs) but even if you don't win you get to be in the parade so i got to sit in the back of like a really cool cool old car and be in the world's longest running and most and like biggest homecoming parade she's really cool. ladies and gentlemen she slayed in the back of that car i had two gowns i had one gown for the evening portion and one gown for the car ride so and it was that a lot added of extra points to that panel of judges let me tell you still didn't add up enough but you know we 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 ball <laughs> that's the agenda perfect i have our um historic tweet let me get to it oh yeah okay so it's the friendship paradox the friendship paradox is the phenomenon first observed by the sociologist scott l feld in 1991 that on average an individual an individual's friends have more friends than that individual 
Like you have more friends than I do. Yeah. Whoa. Um, that's just like our inspiration. Um, then list of donkey breeds. The Bulgarian <laughs> donkey. Our location is a train track. In review, our theme is the friendship paradox. Weapon, mm-hmm. Bulgarian donkey. <laughs> location, train track. Perfect. Andrew, we didn't have to stray too far from home with this one because it kind of happened in your backyard. Am I right? I, my rent is so low because of this train that thunders behind me every night. It's loud, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot even record this podcast when that train comes by. It comes by every night at 10 p.m. Fortunately, it didn't happen in my backyard, but it did happen on the very same train tracks. Correct. Which is near your backyard. Which is, you know, you can follow the train tracks for as long as your little heart desires. But until 10 p.m. Or else you are dead meat. Or else, yeah, you'll learn what our um, victims learned, unfortunately. Our victims' names were John and Belinda. Sorry, Andrew, are you snickering or are you are you concerned? I need to know because these people were real people and you need to take this seriously. I No, I was just really... You told me that joke where Belinda was the punchline. I was just thinking of that joke again. You remember the okay. one? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Do you want to tell it or should I? You tell it. Shouldn't have even given myself as an option. But you did. But you did. A little girl was dressing up for Halloween. And she said, Mommy, Mommy, I want to go as that famous singer. And the mommy said, Who? And the little girl said, oh, the one, the one, Ronstadt. And the mom says, Linda Ronstadt? (laughs) Yeah, girl, you be Linda. Yeah, that joke is way funnier when I told it. (laughs) That's why I said you should (laughs) have. Anyways, back on, let's get back on track. Am I right? It's too soon to make those jokes. This just happened four days ago. I'm so sorry. Sometimes people cope with grief with humor. So you know that song, Do You Remember, the 21st night of September? That was playing. Um, That was playing loud and proud from every speaker down the street as John and Belinda made their way home. Um, Their occupation, were they... Now, I don't remember this quite clearly because I was... um, I've I've just been so busy. Um, it, were they, were they farmers or were they farmers assistants? They were farmers assistants. And here's, here's how we know what happened. Yeah. They were farmers assistants. And so they had some spare time. Mm-hmm. And so on the side, they were also podcasters. Yes. Now, I don't know if it's if we should plug their pod since they're both deceased. Well, um, we won't necessarily plug it, but we will play. Um, so they were recording their podcast as they were walking on these train tracks. 
Yes. And so we were able to get the rights. So we can, we're going to play a few clips um, from the few moments before 10 p.m. And what was their um, podcast, um, like the subject of it? Was it just being about farmers? Um, yeah. And they've been best friends for years, years and years and years and years. Um, and so they, you know, they talk about growing up together. They talk about the, okay. the, the, the workman's plight, what, how yep. hard it is to be a farmer, you yep. know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'll play it. Thanks for, yeah, I was about to say. Oh my God, John, John, do you remember that? I can't. I mean, I can't believe that. The listeners are going to get a hoot out of that. Come on. You're going to have to provide a little context. We just started recording. You just said that without providing any context. I'm sorry. I I forgot we had just started recording. These dang phones just always run out of battery at the worst parts. Um, You were just talking about how I went um, fishing with my ex-lover, James. and. (laughs) <laughs> how when we both tried to reel in that big cod we both just fell in and got soaking wet that's right i remember you showed up on my front porch and you were holding your sogging clothes i mean just sogging they were so sogging i did i said i said i just finished that wood you better get off my porch now you hear and you said all right i'll go around back i'll go right back that's exactly what i said and wait what is that noise up ahead I can't, I can't hear you hardly at all, John. What? Wait, the train comes at 10 p.m.? I thought you had said a.m. And that was the last recording that they ever uh, recorded. Those files were released by police about two days ago. Um, and that's just kind of that's it's really sad it's haunting it's sad to hear someone's last um moments caught on recording it is um what also came out later was that um this train was transporting livestock Mm -hmm. and this has not been completely released but i have an inside source i'm actually really good friends with the um police uh manager in that town and um what town uh it's just right outside of atlanta what's that town because it's the train tracks that you know are right behind you so it leads right out of atlanta to north yeah 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 yeah. i know what you're talking about grand rapids grand rapids (laughs) grand rapids georgia yeah um and so many rapids here yeah, so Grand Rapids, Georgia is where this took place, unfortunately. And so I have a, I've, I've an in there, like, um, like I said, with the manager of police. And um, they, they were telling me that John and Belinda, their bodies actually weren't found on the train tracks. They were found a little bit outside. So it looks like they kind of had escaped the initial train's impact. But one of the donkeys had hopped out of the train. And Here's one thing you need to know about yeah. these specific donkeys were from Bulgaria. Bulgarian yes. donkeys are circus trained, every single one of them. And so if you ever, regular donkeys, dull, boring, can transport cargo on a du- dusty road maybe, but what else are they mm-hmm. good for? Plowing a field? Maybe if your horse is maybe. dead. Mm-hmm. But Bulgarian donkeys 
join the circus. And so this one knew especially how to do the high leap and was a little scared um, from seeing these folks in the tracks and did jump. And uh, you can continue. They were found close to the tracks. Yeah, they were found close to the tracks, completely trampled by the Bulgarian donkey. Um, and you and you you said something really important just then: how Bulgarian donkeys are circus trained. And um, I don't know if everyone was listening um, to the podcast before, but initially, seriously, Belinda and John have no enemies. I mean, they've been friends forever. They are in good standing with the community of Grand Rapids, Georgia, and just. Um, you know, really no, but in that specific recording, their last recording, Belinda had mentioned one of her ex-lovers, James. Mm-hmm. So he turned into suspect number one, priority number one was to track down James. Now, Andrew, you have a little bit of context on what James had been doing the last 10 years. Yeah. You might be wondering, listeners, why were they looking for a suspect? This seems very much like an accident slash their own doing. Yeah. That's where you're wrong. So in order to, I think, explain why they were at these train tracks and why we know something was afoot happened in their previous recording of their episode. And now this one is released. It was the last one released their on all streaming episode. platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just play the little clip that uh, set police and us off that that we needed to uh, look a little deeper into the situation. John, <laughs> <laughs> st- shut up. Belinda, if I don't know you the best of anyone... I mean, you are so, you are so good at knowing me. And you know what? Here's the thing. I'm probably your only friend, right? Well, no, I, I have, I have many friends, John. Uh, am Wait. I your only friend? Well, well, yeah. I mean, we're best friends and longest friends, so shouldn't we be only friends? I don't got many friends now. Oh, you mean well, to I tell have- me you have a lot of friends? Well, I have my social circles. I have, I have my my exes, my social circles, and frankly, I I ha- I go and retreat with the church every every weekend or so. You know, you do invite me on that, but I keep telling you I'm an atheist. Yes, which I respect. I just would love to get a little Christ in your heart. Um, that's not well, here nor there. I, I knew some friends in my circle. Well, yes. I've got another question for you. Go ahead. Are you still friends with James? That no good, dirty, rotten, good for nothing scoundrel? Now, John, I wasn't going to bring this up, but because I know how you feel about him. However, he did recently reach out to me on Facebook dating and, um, not farmers only. Not far. You know, I tried and failed on that app. Come on. You swipe through every single person on that app. Come on. None of them good enough for you. <laughs> no. But yes, he recently reached out to me on Facebook dating and um, I softly had to turn him down again. And he did not take it very well. 
Well, you know what I'm not taking well? That you have a lot of friends. And that's really the only the relevant part. We can stop now. Sorry, did I cut off too soon, Juliana? Do you want to play more? No, all she said at the end was, well, John, you are my best and oldest friend. And once I told James how many friends I had, he also reacted the same, but worse. Oh, and then that's where the Belinda joke came in. Yes. That's where I heard it the first time. Yep, that's where, yeah, I was just filling you in on the story. That that ranks suspicious to us and police. Especially the manager of police. Especially the manager of the police, which is a real job. Why did you say it like that? No, I just wanted to let people know it's real. Okay, well, I just, like, I, I don't say you like, oh, Andrew has a real job. You could. So they reached out to James. And James was immediately highly suspicious. Yes. For the first thing, when they showed up to his house, he was wearing a wig. It was a banana colored blonde wig with bangs chopped roughly in the front. I actually have a recording of that, of that meeting. The police are there as well. Who's there? I use the police. Can Who's you open there? Up? Can you open up Where's the your, door? Where's your manager? I am the manager. You sound like the tooth fairy. You know Grand Rapids has a good local tooth fairy. Me and Joey are tight, but I ain't him. Open up, son. I can't. I I can't trust you. Well, I can't trust you. Look at look at that head of hair you got. It's natural. I got it from my mom's side. I'm Swedish. So if you opened up this screen door right now and you had me tug a tug tug on that, what looks like a rat tail in the back of your hair, you'd say that it'd stay firmly planted on your head. I wouldn't swear on a Bible, but I'd swear on your mama. Are you a Christian? Getting there. My mama was. So if you swear on my mama, that's basically the same as swearing on a Bible. Listen. I've been I've been all around the world. I've been traveling for my craft, and I just got back into town. Did so you get you leave into me. town by train? That's neither here nor there. The train usually takes us circus folks around. <gasps> that was me. Sorry, that was Andrew gasping, as if this was the first time hearing this information, which it's not. I've I prepared for this, but but it's still a shock. It is still a shock every time we hear that. I mean. What if a you twist. think we put it if you think we put it together quickly, the police put it together quicker. Oh, because rumors of those Bulgarian donkeys have been traveling throughout that town. There's nothing going on in Grand Rapids, Georgia, except the circus. So they knew those Bulgarian donkeys in out sideways up and down, round around, loop de loop, rat tail out the back. And that's exactly what their performance looked like. And exactly what James had to do to evade police capture. So immediately after this encounter, James set his own house on fire and left out the back and left out the back while Um, the police manager was still parked in his driveway. Yes. His um, little police manager shirt got singed and he did lose his manager badge in that fire. Um, But he was not harmed except for emotionally. Yes. He had to go to counseling um, but James was caught. Um, fortunately, the police manager 
runs. Almost as fast as those Bulgarian donkeys, am I right? You're so right, Juliana. But yes, so as soon as James was caught, um, there was really no one else who could have committed that crime. So um, they, I think we have one of, what was the the thing the judge said when they were sentencing him? The judge said, should we just play the clip? Yeah. It's a really old, old judge, male judge. If you stick your thumb in a poison pie, you gotta expect that thumb to wither up. Yeah, and that had nothing to do with the sentencing, but it just, it was a good reminder um, to avoid poison. A good reminder of our own mortalities, of dangers, of uh, violent exes. I, it really just brought the whole case together for me. John and Belinda's family are actually holding a memorial service for them um, next week. So it'll be, so once this episode airs, you'll have four days to get to Grand Rapids, um, Atlanta. Georgia. Atlanta is another city. Sorry, this part just always gets me really teared up. No, that's okay. Yeah, me too. It's just hard because both their families are coming together and they actually found something in John's belongings and it was a ring and a letter to Belinda explaining how he had loved her for his lifetime and he wanted to marry her after all these years. And at the very bottom, after professing his love, this was kind of bizarre, actually. He said, if I were to die prematurely, I want you to play this song at my funeral. And he had a little a Spotify QR code. Mm-hmm. And it it linked to boys around here. So if you have four days and you want to come celebrate, please learn the lyrics on the way. Chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit. I'm in the process. And I know we'll I'll see be you there. there. I know I'll be there. Andrew, you have four open beds. I do. It's like an orphanage over here. I'll so, I'll make you shine my windows till they look like the top of the Chrysler building. No, we won't. We will provide a hot meal and a, a good night's rest for anyone coming to the memorial. Okay. Boys around here. I'm learning it too. Yeah, let's let's save our juice for the for the memorial service. So this um this episode goes out to John and Belinda. Um wherever you are, I hope you're united in um ghostly un, um and holy matrimony unholy um, matrimony i i meant and <laughs> Ghost, if they're ghosts well, maybe it's unholy oh no it's all well, being unholy <laughs> well john was an atheist so maybe true, maybe true. that's for the best yeah i hope they're chewing tobacco and spitting up in heaven we like to thank our sponsors um corn and canned corn and we'd also like to thank caroline munsell for this sick beat someone put a band-aid on that vegetable because it is ill is that a saying no but i just (laughs) i just made it up call you the judge of grand rapids georgia Grand Rapids, Atlanta.
<laughs> well, I think we did it. I think so too. And now I get to eat dinner. Any closing remarks? No, I already thanked our sponsors. Oh, we actually had one sponsor roll in at the last minute. And it's (laughs) pulled pork. Yeah, sorry. I'm eating some right now, so I choked on it a little bit. But yeah, that's okay. It's pulled pork. All of pulled pork is sponsoring us. Thank you so much, pulled pork, for being there for us since day one. We don't like big tech or big oil or any of those except for big pork. We love big pork. Papa pork. <laughs> love you. Shout out. <laughs> Y'all can pork us anytime. As almost as fast as those Bulgarian donkeys. Almost as fast as those Bulgarian donkeys. <laughs> Trying to get a clean take. Yeah. Almost Al- as fast as those. Almost as fast as those Bulgarian. <laughs> almost as. Almost as fast as. Almost. Almost as fast as those Bulgarian donkeys, am I right? You're so right, Juliana. <laughs>